Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. Let's talk about the housing market a little bit. Um, I got a few links I want to share with you guys down in the description. Um, first thing I want to talk about is uh, somebody had commented that I was a hypocrite. That I was a hypocrite for buying the house. I guess if I was on the street and living in a tent or one of these RVs that are over here, then I wouldn't be a hypocrite anymore. I would have uh, been suffering without a place to live. Those of you who have been following my channel six, seven months ago knew that I was sitting in a position in which that I had 100% assets and zero liabilities. I wanted to remain there. I wanted to continue to build my assets and stay out of liabilities. The only way to do that is to rent. I wanted to rent. There was no places, literally no places to rent in Astoria. There was two one-bedroom apartments and a $3,500 a month house. Three places to rent. And I thought, you know, I got a really good network. I'll find a place. I'm not stressing. Nothing came up. I could not find a place to rent. So the family and I talked. I said, what do you guys want to do? Should we bail out of here? Should we find another place to live? Reestablish a whole new network, friends, jobs, everything, schools? Or do we want to try and make it work here? Do we try and buy a house? They wanted to try and stay. We wanted to buy a house. I didn't really want to buy the house. I didn't want to take the deal out on the house. I didn't want to sign on a mortgage. What was I going to do? I had no choice. I didn't want to do it. I wanted to rent. So I signed the deal on the house. It took a lot out of me, emotionally and financially. I'm still struggling with it. At the end of the day, I'm happy I did it. It's a nice house. It's in a nice neighborhood. It's in the area I wanted to be. My kids are loving it. It worked out pretty good. As scary as it was, considering what the prices were, considering what I thought was going to happen, so far it's turning out to be okay. The prices have moved up dramatically, way more than I would have ever expected, way more than I even feel comfortable with. But even if homes were to take a 20% hit right now, I still don't think I would be underwater. It was tough. It was really tough to do that. And to be called a hypocrite? What would you want me to do? You want to see me, like, suffering in a in an RV? Like, having my kids, like, you know, not have any place that they have, like, their own room and stability? Is that what you'd rather have me done? I'm just curious. I mean... Maybe if I like completely left the area and struggled to find like a new network and reestablish friends and work and doing all that other stuff. Maybe maybe that maybe you wouldn't call me a hypocrite if I did that. Right? 
prior to the pandemic, I thought for sure, I thought for sure we were going to have a huge housing market downturn. And it was going to happen. I mean, it was well on its way. But then the moratoriums kicked in. You don't have to pay your rent. You don't have to pay your house payment. There's no foreclosures. There's no evictions. No worries. So if people aren't going to get evicted and they're not going to be foreclosed on, well, then those homes aren't going to go onto the market. And that's going to keep the inventory incredibly tight. So people say, well, you know, maybe when the uh, forbearances end, these people who have to make all those back payments can't do it, or if they can't roll it over into a new mortgage, then those homes will go on into foreclosure. But what do they do? They offer up 40-year mortgages. There's no way that you can't make the payment now, right? We're going to stretch you out for 40 years. So that wave of foreclosures, it didn't happen. Not like we had anticipated. You got homeowners associations now coming up with rules and regulations to try and prevent the institutional buyers from coming in and buying these homes and renting them out in these neighborhoods. Institutional buyers. Okay? One out of every five homes. So these homeowners associations, they figured it out. They said, okay, well, we'll make rules and regulations to say if you buy one of these homes in these areas, you have to live in it for six months or it has to be empty for six months before you can rent it out. Well, if you're an institutional buyer, most likely you're probably not going to want to move in and if it's going to take you six months before you can start seeing a return on your investment, most likely you're not going to get into it either. So these homeowners associations are recognizing these institutional buyers as being a problem. They're making it difficult to buy a new home because the expensive because the expense of it going up. And then on top of it, renters have a tendency to not maintain the property as well as a homeowner does. And so these homeowner associations are figuring out that if they have a bunch of renters in there, that it drops the value of the properties because they don't keep up on the maintenance. So they're making rules and regulations to keep these institutional buyers out. How well that works, I don't know. But they're already starting to do something about it because it's such a problem. You know, go and look at the home builder sentiment. I'll leave a link down in the description for that one as well. It's still above 50, which shows a sign of confidence, but it's dropping every single month for the last four months. Home builders are not feeling as good about these new homes. Profits are dropping because the expense of getting the home built, the time it takes, the you know shortages of supply, makes putting new inventory out there very difficult. And if the profit on these homes starts to drop, the confidence from these builders will as well. So an already tight inventory could get even tighter if the confidence from these home builders falls. Interest rates are rising. This is one that a lot of people had anticipated causing a housing market downturn is that once the interest rates, you know, elevated, it would put a burden on the buyers and they wouldn't be able to buy as an expensive home or the payments that they make on a home would, would increase and they wouldn't be able to afford it. But again, we have tight inventory. That means the few buyers that are out there, 
they will sign any deal. It doesn't matter what the interest rates are. As long as they can get the house. Because if there is a tight inventory and a big pool of buyers, you don't need all the buyers to do it. You just need a handful of them to. And again, there are some people who will sign any deal. doesn't matter what the interest rates are to make sure they get into that house. It's getting crazy out there when it comes to this home market. Even the Federal Reserve is recognizing that there's a bubble forming. Now, I'm not one to try and call this out again because I thought prior to the pandemic that it was going to happen. When the pandemic kicked in, I was not expecting the government and the Federal Reserve to step in with the monetary and fiscal policies that they did. I'm not going to try and call out the mortgage market again. They will not let this mortgage market fail. Guaranteed. They've already stated it many times. In order for the Federal Reserve to have a good functioning monetary policy, they have to have a working mortgage market. They will not let it fail. They've stated it many times. So, in my opinion, if you really want to know where the housing market is going to go as far as prices, watch the inventory levels. That's going to be the major indicator to me. Because interest rates can rise as far as they want. If you have tight inventory, there will be people who will buy those houses. Right? If the home builder's confidence continues to drop, we're going to have less inventory on the market. If we, if we have continual supply chain breakdowns, it's going to make it that much more difficult to get the supplies to these new homes. Things don't look good right now for the housing market. Even with, the, even with all the headwinds that you would think are taking place that would cause a downturn in the housing market, it may not. Just for some of the reasons that I had stated. So I'm a hypocrite. Okay. I didn't want to be. Uneducated economist. You guys let me know.